0: Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> hey, everybody. So proud to say this, but this is Lance's House of Sports. I'm your host, Lance Wyatt, and this is where you guys need to be coming for all of your favorite sports countrywide and for all the hot topics going around. Today, we're going to be talking about keeping up with the Buckeyes, of course, scouting the prospects, the uh, recap from the NFL week two, as well as uh, key injury updates Uh, we'll be comparing NFL players for you and uh, potential fantasy players that you can consider reliable and who's unreliable. NFL week three, game picks and thoughts, and then as well as breaking news coming out in the NBA over the last couple days. All right. And before we get us started today, I have a very special guest I'd like to introduce to you guys. Uh, He's a key house member and he's actually a roommate of mine. One of the seven others I have. Let's give a warm
1: welcome to a house member, Ben Gabriel.
0: Welcome to the show, Ben.
1: Thanks for having me, Lance. We're going to have a fun time today. Oh, yeah. this is Lots gonna to be, talk about.
0: Oh, yeah. You know that for sure. And we're starting with uh, both of our favorites, uh, hometown team. Keeping up with the Buckeyes. Ohio State Buckeyes, uh, they had a great game last week. They were playing the Toledo Rockets, winning that game 77-21. I think that score can speak for itself. Ohio State held Toledo to seven points in the second half after giving up a couple key plays early. But before we get more into the depth of that game, out of, let's count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. 12 possessions that Ohio State had in that game. 11 of them, 11 of them, end of drive result was a touchdown. The other one happened to be a punt, but we can give one of those to him each week. Ben, what did you see from
1: this game? Our offense is back. <laughs> We're back. We had a lot of doubters. We had a lot of doubters the first couple weeks, but uh, CJ Stroud proved why he's the Heisman favorite. Five touchdowns. 22 for 27, 366 yards. He looked like a beast.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, that that's uh, doesn't even have to be said. Uh, I, I'm a true believer that Buckeyes never left. I mean, granted, you got to give them a game to get, uh, get their feet wet, but they looked fantastic. I mean, C.J. Stroud still yet to throw an interception. 22 for 27, like, that's incredible. I mean, granted, it's just Toledo, but... I, I want to uh,
1: see this train keep rolling. Uh, Toledo's quarterback, was he was nice, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was no kidding. defense, uh, 10 for 19, 153 yards, two touchdowns. He had a pick, but that one big play, first possession after Ohio State, had that nice long drive scoring a
1: touchdown. You'd think that killed Toledo, but they came right back and had a bomb touchdown of their own. He was getting out of the pocket. He was making, a, he was making our defense lineman miss. Yeah, I would, uh, I would definitely expect to see him transfer from Toledo after this year and go to no a kid. power five school. No kidding. I would. I think he put his name on the map a little bit. He was, he looked really good against us. I, I mean, mean, he threw that pick, but he was great on the ground. He, he looked, did. He was, he was shifty. He was fast. I mean,
0: I would almost kind of give him like a lesser Lamar Jackson. Like, obviously, not to like the extent of that. He's just a college player at Toledo, but. He looked like he had some skill to him. But uh, before we move on from the Buckeyes, we'll try and keep it brief. Trayvon Henderson, uh, he left the game with an injury. Uh, Ben, you got the update on what's going on with that? He's playing this week, right?
1: Uh, Ryan Day said he expects him to play against Wisconsin Saturday. It was a lingering uh, ankle injury. Was it an ankle injury? Yeah, it was a lingering ankle injury. Um, I
0: mean, because that's not what you want to see, especially for star running backs like that.
1: Yeah, he tweaked it early in the game. They sat him out precautionary. Uh, He'll be back. I mean,
0: thank God we got a a load of five-star talent on our depth chart. I mean, Mayan Williams, he's still out of date. Ten carries, 77 yards. Dallin Hayden, that's the one guy we really want to talk about. Freshman running back. Uh, He had 17 carries, 108 yards, touchdown, a long run of 45. He carried the load for most of that game. I mean, granted, it wasn't very close, and we were just getting our team reps, but he looked like he had some fire to his feet, man. He's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, he's a he's a
1: powerful runner. Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Looking ahead to next week, I mean, they got Wisconsin back at home. Wisconsin's two and one. Spreads eighteen. Over unders fifty six and a half. What are you looking for in this game? Uh, Whether it's uh, the ground game, the pass game. Does our defense need to step up early? Uh, What are you thinking?
1: Well, Wisconsin has three starting cornerbacks out Saturday, so I think C.J. Stroud's going to have a big day.
0: When did that news leak?
1: I, I don't. I read it somewhere. Is it? Wow. (laughs) <laughs> three starting cornerbacks. good luck <laughs> yeah so our only job is to uh stop Braylon Allen
0: yeah uh Braylon Allen uh, for the season he's 44 62 not too bad uh, just under 700 yards he's got six touchdowns two picks you know they're going to be coming out to play their best football I mean every team we play this year they're going to be giving Ohio State their best games. so I expect Graham Mertz to come with some energy I mean he's going to have some fire under Masso but at the end of the day it's the Buckeyes that's the it's the Buckeyes. Uh, I'm definitely taking us to cover that spread.
1: I, I, I mean, what is it? Minus eighteen and a half?
0: It's, it's eighteen. I think it's just it, it might have jumped to eighteen and a half now, but I'm either way. I'm, I'm taking the over in that game, and I'm taking Ohio State to cover that
1: spread. Yeah, yeah. We should, we should score forty-two, forty-nine points easy. Yeah, that, that's gonna
0: be a fun one. I'm looking forward to that and first Big Ten game of the year. Should be so much fun getting our conference schedule started. But uh, here's Ohio State being 4 now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on, though. Next, we're going to be talking about today. uh, We're going to be talking about some key prospects that me and Ben uh, really like. Uh, Last week, uh, Ben talked about Hennon Hooker, a star quarterback for Tennessee. And he's really looked impressive these first couple weeks. But uh, you want to give your guy or you want me to go first, Ben?
1: I can give my guy. Yeah, Uh, let's hear it. This week, I picked a defensive player from Georgia. Okay. Kelly Ringo, cornerback, uh, 6'2", 210. Uh, you might not know his name, but he was the cornerback that sealed the national championship for Georgia last year with that 79-yard pick six. I
0: absolutely love hearing that. But
1: continue. He's a redshirt sophomore. He had a bad injury to start his career, but I think he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league, and he's or in the in college football. Yeah. Good Soon pitch. to be one of the best in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, he really looks like a big-time talent. Uh, Ben's right. He's a redshirt sophomore. Missed all of his uh, freshman year an off-season surgery. But he really looks like a big-time talent, I mean, helping Georgia win it all. He's definitely gonna be fun to watch. Keep an eye on him, because Georgia's gonna be on your television every single week being the best team in the nation. So when you're seeing that defense lock up, keep an eye on that man. The, the guy I'd like to discuss, he's a hell of a talent. He's a running back, he's in the Big 10. He's been in college for quite some time now, but he's dealt with some injuries in the past, and I'm really looking forward to his future and seeing what's ahead of him. Um, his name is Muhammad Ibrahim. Uh, Like I said, he's a senior uh, at Minnesota. He's 5'10", 210 pounds. The big story is uh, his junior year, going up against Ohio State uh, in the season opener, uh, he had 30 carries, 163 yards, and two touchdowns against the Buckeyes before he ended up leaving that game in the third quarter. And that really ended up costing him the season. What was was that
1: injury? Torn ACL? Uh,
0: It was a ruptured Achilles tendon.
1: Oof. Yeah.
0: That's a breaker. They that, that punched him out for the year. And he was also a draft prospect, and I looked into that, and he was ranked the number 7th running back in the 22 NFL draft um, before that injury. Uh, even after that injury, they were actually putting him that high, but he decided to return for another season. He's a hell of a player. 67 carries, 464 yards, 7 touchdowns, 6.9 yards per carry on the year. Um, he's been tearing defenses up. And now, granted, it's just those out-of-conference teams – but coming into the conference, he's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder, with something to prove. He believes he still has the talent to make it to the league. I believe he still has the talent to make it to the league. We don't play them this year, do we? Mm, no. I kind of wish we did cuz I want to see him against our front seven.
1: Yeah, we yeah.
0: I, I mean, he's he yeah. He's, he's a bruiser. He's a great player. Yeah, I think he's fun to watch. If you guys don't know his name, Muhammad so Ibrahim good
1: running backs in the Big 10 though. Yeah. I'm trying to think of guys that are like
0: uh, well, Wisconsin's running, ga- running back Braylin is pretty Allen, good too Trayvon Yeah, Allen.
1: Penn State has a freshman right now I'm pretty sure that's really I good I don't know so. his name
0: But anyways, that's it. that's it for our discussions today On our weekly college prospects Don't forget their names Let's get into some NFL recap Week 2, baby uh, Let's start with uh, Thursday Night Football uh, Chiefs Chargers We both took the Chiefs on that game in yeah. the pod last week
1: I uh, Chargers plus 3
0: That ben, was right on the ben, money <laughs> I hate to say this but Ben was right on the money in Thursday Night Football last week. I, I'll give him credit to that. He had Chiefs winning by three. And now you – I mean, hopefully you uh, gave uh, Justin Herbert a call and said thanks for, the, thanks for the pick six the other way. But, but yeah, that was one hell of a game. I mean, what are your first takes from that, Ben? I mean, I saw uh, Chargers defense uh, getting to Patrick Mahomes early, really getting to the backfield. But come second half, he really took over. And I don't want to say Justin Herbert uh, fell asleep, but
1: uh, – Justin Herbert um – he looked. He. Play, I think he played a great game, especially towards the towards that fourth quarter. He got injured. Took that shot. Got yeah, hurt. he did. He did. And uh, you know, and that's going to leave him week to week. But uh, they played the Chiefs. I'm guessing he plays this Sunday. I know they played Patrick, the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is but, the
0: best. But you look at it, and he had some balls that were misses. You know, they're like whether they're uh, uh, stick routes, out routes, corner routes. Um, I mean, granted, they're tough throws to make, but player with that caliber, I'm expecting him to make those throws. And he did have some key misses that I definitely uh, took eyes on. And over, uh,
1: His best receiver was sitting on the sideline. His best
0: receiver was out. I'll give him a little credit there.
1: Hey, how about Mike
0: Williams, though? He yeah, really Williams, stepped up.
1: Mike Williams looked really good. He had a no-joke game. That surprised me. Yeah.
0: No, he was fun to watch. He was definitely over 100 yards. Did he just have the one touchdown or was it two?
1: I think he had, he had two. He had one in the uh – corner and then he had the uh, long
0: ball i don't know we're gonna have to fact check that but let's move on that was a fun game to watch but going on another game we want to talk about uh i can't believe i don't believe i said this on the pod but the new york jets the cleveland browns game was an absolute show everyone that's watching that game you completely would have thought after nick chubb scores that touchdown that this game is over but nope
1: don't count Joe Flacco out yet, baby. Mike Williams had one <laughs> touchdown, <laughs> just one touchdown. Eight receptions, 113 yards, and one touchdown. I mean, that's still a pretty good day. Yeah, I'm not a Mike it's Will right. fan, but he played great.
0: Uh, I mean, he was definitely struggling to get some separation, but he was he was catching the ball. He yeah. was he was he was uh, showing the skill. He definitely with his used hands. his
1: uh, size to his advantage yeah. in that game. Yeah,
0: let's keep talking about the Jets Browns. I feel bad for all you Cleveland fans out there. I know we're in Ohio. But the New York Jets completely sneaked the Cleveland Browns. They sneaked them.
1: Yeah, After how about gone, our
0: boy Garrett? <laughs> oh, my God. He was absolutely fantastic. He's on my fantasy bench. He was definitely
1: something to yeah, – He played great. He played great. He
0: kept him in that game.
1: Yeah, he kept him in that game. He Some of those releases off the line, he was making those Browns cornerbacks look just stupid. He
0: looked well. But uh, describing the game, for you guys that don't know, I mean – the Browns scored the touchdown. Nick Chubb ran it in instead of deciding to slide, and they'd end up taking a knee and uh, milking the clock. But the Jets got the ball. They ended up scoring a touchdown quick, uh, busted coverage, and then they got the onside kick. You know it. They recovered it, and they went down and scored again. Yeah. And let's not forget that they kicked a PAT and went up by one because of later on – or, excuse me, previously, Katie York missed a very costly PAT and it ended up costing him in the game. He lost 31-30. to 30. I mean, Joe
1: Flacco. How about that? <laughs> he played I mean, a great game. you got you to give he, credit to the vet there. He, he carried the job. I heard like the receivers are really liking him now. Yeah, they, I, <laughs> I don't see why they wouldn't be, especially uh, Garrett.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, they're going to be a team to keep their eye on. I don't see any team making any damage in the NFL. But that was definitely a fun one to watch. And for the fantasy, if you guys happen to have any of those guys in the lineup, I mean, especially our boy, he was absolutely fantastic. Well, Hopefully you didn't because I don't think that'd be a smart play, but moving on <laughs> the Detroit Lions They beat the Washington commanders 36, 27. I was really impressed by the lions there. Dan Campbell's trying to prove that he's a pretty good coach. I mean, last year was pretty rough, but he's trying to make a statement here. Had a tough loss last week. Finally got the win this week. Damn. Was there a lot of passing yards in that game?
1: Yeah. I mean, the you Lions' the Lions offenses look great this year and, uh, That's a shocker for me. But Amon Ross St. Brown has established himself as a top twelve wide receiver. Jared Goff has looked better. Their defense has looked better. And they're just they're an improved team from last year. I agree. I mean, while they
0: haven't had a whole lot of additions, I mean, you gotta give credit to their offense. They've looked solid. DeAndre Swift is a complete beast. Every time he touches that that
1: catch where he fell on the ground and got up and ran it for a touchdown, that was insane. That was insane. I mean, I was going up against him last week. So, But,
0: but yeah, he's a stud. He's a stud. Um, he's definitely going to be something to keep an eye on. I could see him being a top 10 fantasy running back this year um, from here on out. But, yeah, the Lions will be fun to watch. I don't think the commanders have a whole lot to look forward to this season. They're missing a lot of guys. Who knows when they come back, especially another one of our boys, Chase Young. But. But, yeah, we'll keep uh, keeping an eye on them. Uh, Buccaneers Saints, that was an interesting game. Who knows where Tom Brady was? The Buccaneers got the win 20-10, to 10, but Tom Brady just 18 for 34, 190, and a touchdown. Anything you got to say with that? Oh, excuse me. Jameis Winston did have three interceptions.
1: It was a tight game until the fourth, and Jameis threw, I think, three consecutive picks. Was it in a row? In the drives, yeah. Three consecutive drives, he threw a pick. You know, after uh, Marshawn Lattimore got ejected, that game changed. Yeah, it did. It swifted
0: right to Tampa Bay's direction. Every time. After he got
1: ejected, they would just throw to his side. and I don't know who his backup was, but he was not getting the job done because that's when Tom Brady started playing well. Seriously. I mean,
0: granted, there was no Mike Evans out there. Chris Godwins was already out. Uh, Was Julio Jones still playing in that game? He was out. But Tom Brady, I mean, they got it done. They swung the momentum, and they were able to get the win, 20-10. to Let's move on. We'll try and keep this one brief, but what are the chances that the Giants are 3-0 and going into October? They are one game away from that hitting, guys. Can you believe it? I mean, granted, they just played Baker and the Panthers, but nineteen sixteen they got the win. Uh, two fumbles for the Panthers ended up costing them, and Giants are 2-0 and for the first time in six years. You got to say anything?
1: or That's ridiculous. That's <laughs> They've played cupcake teams. Come I have on, no faith. I don't come have, on. I don't have faith Come in on. Titans were the one seed last year. I don't have year. faith in Daniel Jones. He's a, he's a terrible <laughs> we'll get, quarterback.
0: We'll get... <laughs> We'll get more into the Titans later. I agree that Daniel Jones is not all that, but they're 2-0. That's 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 it. That's all I got to say. They're 2-0. And they got they got uh Cooper Rush next week. They might be 3-0. Let's let's move on though. Dolphins Ravens, that one was incredible. Ravens thought they had it in the bag pretty sure Dolphins had four touchdowns in the fourth quarter, uh, but Tua having four tutties in the fourth quarter and them outscoring the Ravens 28-3. to I mean, you got to put that halfway on the line of uh, Tua, give him credit, but also Tyreek Hill being the fastest player in the NFL and outrunning every single DB on that football field. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Ravens can't be giving that up. I mean, granted, I'm
1: sure it's easier uh, said than done. Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill are, uh, that's a Tough. One of the best duos in the NFL. Definitely one of the hardest to guard. Yeah. They are just yeah. so quick. The
0: quickness, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And, uh, you know, the Ravens, ability the Ravens didn't, didn't
1: even play a bad game. No, Lamar, Lamar played great. Lamar played fantastic. Yeah, their defense just going to get it done at the end of the game. When they
0: I mean, them. you want to say, like, you got to put a little on him because they only had three in the fourth quarter, but, like, they were up.
1: 21, right? They were up. They were up 25 to 20.
0: Point. They were up 35 to 21 going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I think uh, yeah. One, I mean, I'm not putting that on Lamar. Wasn't ever. that one he, of the he uh, his two off.
1: 21 point comebacks this weekend?
0: Let's see. Yeah, uh, Raiders Cardinals. I mean, Raiders were up – they were up 20-0 at halftime and they ended up losing that game 29 to 23, and they and they lost it in OT when Hunter Renfro uh, fumbled and Cardinals took it back to the house for the win. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons laid the boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> the boom was laid out. That's that's facts, but. Uh, um I mean, going down the rest of these games, we can keep it brief. Falcons lost to the Rams thirty one to twenty-seven. Rams survived a little bit of a scare. Ramsey had the uh, game winning interception to seal the game. Colts, they look suspect. Matt Ryan they look
1: awful. Matt wow.
0: Ryan, he needs to get in check. I granted he's a veteran. I get it, he's getting old. But they got they got shut out by the Jacksonville Jaguars twenty four to zero. Um T loss statement game? I mean, I hate to say it. I'm not a fan, but
1: Jaguars defense. That's all that game was. JT had what, like eight yards of rushing, something like that, something crazy. They, they, the Jaguars.
0: Jonathan Taylor was held in check that
1: uh, yeah. last week. Yeah, but, the uh, Jaguars' defense played great.
0: But uh, also, no Michael Pittman for the Colts that week. Uh, if you want to put a little bit of the blame to that, you can, but I will not be doing that. And I think the Jaguars had a real statement game there. We'll see next week. But Seahawks, Forty Nine ers, Seahawks or Seahawks got a scraped in that game, twenty seven to seven. Big news out of that game though, Trey Lance, he's out for the year. Season-ending ankle injury, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, he
1: broke his ankle.
0: It's Jimmy G time.
1: But yeah, I think sorry. I, I shouldn't think have that said that. That was a
0: little too early. He did he he broke his ankle. I, I I missed that part of the game. I was heading,
1: heading to work, but Yeah, that's all right. I saw it. It was a, I mean, it was that's tough. such a blow. Was, yeah. I that's mean, such a it's blow. It's sad. It's part of the game, but it's, it's sad to I'm, see a young talent like I that mean, go just down a, second game of the yeah, season. Yeah.
0: Especially a young guy like that with so much potential, so much skill on his side. Having um, said that. Prayers out to him. Hopefully he has a great recovery. I'd love to see him back next year. I still think, before we continue, I still think this is his job come next year. But... It is Jimmy G time.
1: It is Jimmy G time in San Francisco. And they seemed a
0: little too excited about that. Yeah,
1: I think uh I think people in uh, San Francisco are surprisingly excited about Jimmy G. And I mean, I I don't want to go this far to say it, but I think the 49ers are a better team with Jimmy G. I know Trey Lance is the young athletic guy, but Jimmy G has game experience. He's he's I don't want to make a them com- new, I don't want to make a big Super comment Bowl. on that
0: because you are you are right. You're right. Jimmy G has the experience. He's done it before. You know what to expect from him. He's a great game manager. But I'm just so upset to see a guy like Trey Lance get put down like that so early in the year. Like, I mean, I don't know, from North Dakota State, I mean, that guy's a hell of a prospect. I mean, not a lot of people were expecting a whole lot out of this guy, and granted, he didn't get a whole lot of help in that week one game in the uh, tsunami or whatever it was out in Soldier Field week one. But, yeah, but moving on from that 49ers drama, Bengals Cowboys. If we have some sad music, someone needs to cue it right now.
1: The Bengals <laughs> suck, and I'm a big fan. I'm bangles, a big fan. The Bengals are 0 too. They look shitty.
0: The Bengals have lost. You don't have to talk about it if you don't want. I'll talk. About you don't have to talk about it. Bengals have I now mean, lost I mean, three I mean. games in a row dating back to the Super Bowl. Ben's really questioning Zach Taylor, even though I think he's
1: really overhyping it. I, he needs I, to chill the fuck out. I don't think that. But, I don't think that it's overhyped. I think that Zach Taylor sold two of our past games to shit teams, shit quarterbacks, Cooper Rush and Mitch Trubisky. How do we lose those
0: games? I agree that the game plan has not looked fantastic. Like empty, sense,
1: empty sets against T J Watt and Micah Parsons, what are we doing? We're trying to get Joe Burrow killed. He looks he looks he looks so nervous out there. Every time he drops back to
0: pass, I feel bad for the guy because he has to go out online on the NFL media and say he feels very okay
1: and very. Yeah, he said he was comfortable with his own <laughs> line today. Like bullshit. Yeah. He was not comfortable. He was not comfortable at all.
0: Anyways, Bengals are zero 2 Cooper Rush two and zero as a starter now for uh, Dallas. I mean, I mean, before we move on, I'm expecting a turnaround from the Cincinnati team. They just have too much talent on the offensive side to not be scoring points. I think. I think you can put a little bit of. A, a uh, little bit of the blame on Zach Taylor, if you want. I'm putting a little bit of the blame on Joe Burrow as well. I think Joe Burrow has sense of I pressure agree, a little more. I agree. He needs to be quicker making his decisions, on the football, and he needs to stop trying to be a superhero. Sometimes to scrape, run out of sacks, and try and make a play. Sometimes you just got to understand you got to throw the ball away and look forward to next down. I think he's a great quarterback, and I think the Bengals will. be. a great back. quarterback. They also have well, a great. On. They also have a solid defense on the other side to help them in
1: competitive games. I think they're. That Second. defense just hasn't been playing good when they need him to. Don't that last drive that's gonna give it game, a couple got him in field goal range. Last drive of that Cowboys game got I'm him in field give it goal a couple range. More weeks.
0: I'm gonna give it a couple more weeks. They just but
1: they don't have the swag they had last year.
0: Bengals are 0 two. We'll we'll keep you guys updated on what happens from that. But um anything else you have to say about your boys, uh poor Ben.
1: We need bigger plays. We need some downfield shots.
0: I mean, I've noticed Jam- uh, Jamar Chase hasn't gotten his big time touchdowns. Yeah, but.
1: We're, uh, we're we're way too predictable. Uh,
0: they, maybe they got to run a little more play action. All right, let, let's uh, move on though. Um, uh, let's get past the rest of this recap. Uh, Broncos Texans. Uh, Broncos won the game sixteen to nine. Uh, should we let Russ keep cooking, Ben? I mean, I don't know. The games have been a little suspect the last cooking. couple of weeks. I think. I don't Are think you he, kidding me? Everyone very, is saying let Russ think, cook, boy. You didn't see very, that on social media anywhere. I don't let think Russ.
1: He looks very Broncos good.
0: country. That's right broncos country
1: that's right he does not look that good
0: cardinals raiders we were discussed this a little bit uh cardinals won the game 29 to 23 raiders blew a 20 to 0 halftime lead uh raiders are 0 2 if i'm not mistaken yeah they're 0 2 that division is going to be hectic yeah i'm expecting a lot more from them they're gonna have to win some games that um, are going to be competitive if they're going to want to try and win that division. But, uh, moving on, uh, bears, Packers, Rogers still owns Chicago. Uh, Packers won the game 27 to 10 for anyone that even thought about taking that Chicago plus 10 spread. I don't even want to say, I told you so like, come on, just look at the history. Yeah. Aaron Listen Rogers to is Aaron Rodgers, uh, discount, double check man <laughs> himself. Thank you. Yes, he is bills on Monday night football. They look like the best team in football get into more of it later. I think they're winning it all. They have the best offense and probably one of the best defenses in the NFL. They won the game 41 to seven. Derrick Henry, looking more into him, that offensive line looks like a big problem. I mean, granted, he can usually bulldoze through some guys, stiff arm, get people off him. But when they're getting to him two yards behind the line of scrimmage, it's kind of hard to do a whole lot. And then my favorite game of the week, honestly, late, late night, uh, Monday night football, Eagles-Vikings. Jalen Hurts is that dude. Uh, I'm going to say it, and I'm going to keep on saying it, until he's in the MVP race at the end of the year when the league, when the Eagles are about to clinch the division. They beat the Vikings 24-7 to after uh, the Vikings gave Aaron Rodgers the business last week. They dominated on both ends of the football. Darius Slay, he looked really impressive on Justin Jefferson. Eagles game planning, hats off to Nick Cerrani. It looked fantastic. And yeah, I'm expecting a big season from both teams. I think Kirk Cousins will bounce back. It's just... I mean, it's what you expect. It's prime time Kirk Cousins. If you don't know that Kirk Cousins numbers, prime time are not too hot in his history.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah. You got anything to say? Vikings just didn't look like they get in a groove.
0: No, not at all.
1: Jalen Hurts was killing him. He was owning the game. Yeah, he was. I mean,
0: you got. I'm going to give credit to the defense because defense looked yeah, really, the defense well really well covering that too. offense. Yeah. I mean, there's so many weapons on that side of the football, but but yes, Jalen Hurts did get it done. He got it done. That's it for the uh, week two NFL recap. Uh, now we're going to start getting into week three and what we think about that. First game we're going to be talking about today is uh, Thursday night football. Steelers-Browns, both teams are one and one. Uh, spreads four and a half to the Browns' favor. Over-under 38.
1: I think this game is going to be very low scoring. I, would, I think I would. That's a really low over-under, but I think I'd take the under on that.
0: See, normally Vegas knows all, so I'm probably taking the under with you. But also just because there's not a whole lot with those offenses yeah, there's- outside of the Browns' run game, really. I mean, the Steelers, they're still kind of trying to find their identity on the offensive side. And Cleveland, they're just rocking with Jacoby Brissett until they get their boy Deshaun back uh, week 11. So they're just depending on their ground game with the uh, Kareem Hunt Nick Chubb, which is fa- absolutely fantastic, by the way. But it's hard to win football games when you're one-dimensional. Game picks? I got the Steelers. I mean, if I had to take a spread... I mean, yeah, I'm taking Steelers' spread now that I look at it. But I I think Steelers' money line is a good uh, bet to look at, as well as the under.
1: Yeah, I think I'm actually going to take the Browns. I think their offense is a little better than the Steelers. Okay. I think without T.J. Watt, their defense is also comparable. But the Jets had 31 points last week. Yeah, the Jets. They did have yeah. thirty-one points last week. Joe Brown's Flacco. You said that correctly. Yeah. So this they is a, a chance for Mister Biscay
0: though. to try and step up. Everyone's saying he needs to be benched two weeks after the season started already. I think that's a little overhyped, but we got to give him a few more weeks a chance. All right. So we're splitting that game. Uh, Texans Bears. Texans have still yet to win a game. Bears are one and one. Bears are a three-point favorite at home. That's a tough one because David Mills. I'm a fan of him. I think is, I think he's a good player, but I am going to take the Bears in this game. I want to take the spread but I think the Bears win this one. You got to
1: pick. I mean it's a battle of the second year quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh You're correct. At home I think the Bears get it done at Soldier Field. It's yeah. Where they like to play. It's probably their smart. fans love them. Texans defenses. Texans defense is okay. I think Justin Fields could shine a little bit. Yeah, he's also
0: that second year quarterback
1: has a lot to prove. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean they had some problems last week. Yeah, I think they bounce back. All right, moving on to the next game. We got 0-2 Las Vegas Raiders at the 0-2 Tennessee Titans. Both teams, season hasn't really started the way they wanted. Uh, Raiders are a two-and-a-half point favorite. I got the Raiders in this game. I just don't see any way the Titans get their offense going. Um, and, I mean, while their defense isn't terrible, I just think it's D.C. fourth time. Uh, Devontae Adams has a bounce-back game, and I just think they outscore him.
1: Yeah, I don't think uh- – Derrick Henry's the guy that he used to be, and I don't think the Titans can rely on him as much. And Ryan Tannehill can't. I wouldn't say it's more that. I don't think. I agree that they lost the weapon. Ryan Tannehill can't throw a football. I agree. He's 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 a system quarterback. He's He's a system quarterback. Uh,
0: I hate to say this, but he's a starter in the NFL because there's so many mid tier quarterbacks in the NFL right now. But he lost his weapon in A.J. Brown, and now they kind of don't have an identity, and it's just Derrick Henry, and defenses just load up the box and are just all over him right when he gets the ball every single time. So to me, it's kind of hard to see Derrick Henry eventually getting going this year. I mean, I have to look at their schedule. Now that I think about it, I do believe they have an easy schedule this next month or so. But we're going to have to look at that, and we'll come back. You want to try and pull that up for me? Yeah, I'm really interested in that and what their schedule is because Titans' offensive line is going to kill Derrick Henry, and it's going to kill Derrick Henry fantasy managers if that doesn't get figured out soon. Because he is, he's the best running back, pure running back in the NFL. And granted, he's had a great career. last four years have been absolutely insane, but they
1: don't want to waste his prime years, and I believe he's still in it. Um, they, they got uh, the Colts. In Indiana. Okay. At Washington. Home against Indiana. Okay. And then, uh,
0: so they got the Colts? Yeah, but they got Indianapolis. a Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Washington. They Colts a, twice.
1: Yeah, they got a bye week in, in there.
0: And then a bye week. They got really? a bye week oh, really? af-
1: yeah, after uh, October 9th. And then they have a bye week uh, the 16th.
0: I think he might be all right these next few weeks, honestly. <laughs>
1: I mean, I mean. And then they got the Texans.
0: Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe. I'm staying corrected. I mean, those matchups look pretty favorable. Maybe Derrick Henry bounces back this next month. But in the when those tough matchups come, um, and I think, again, in this uh, Raiders game, they hold Derrick Henry to under 100 yards. That's a win. That's yeah. a win for the Raiders. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, Chiefs 2 Uh They're uh, at Indianapolis uh, playing the Colts, who are 0-1-1, spread six and a half one the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs. Uh, chiefs winning with the spread overs hitting chiefs are scoring 45 yeah. you disagree with
1: me in anything in that no yeah Colts, matt ryan yeah matt ryan's not gonna matt get ryan's it done. a joke all right
0: past that bills 2-0 at 2-0 miami dolphins that's gonna be a fun one uh dolphins are plus five and a half this game i'm taking bills spread in this game i think i think bills have another statement win here i think their dominant defense shows i right, while well, i think they give up some big plays uh, I think they win this game probably like, what, 38 to 30? That's covering the spread. And that's that's an
1: overlock. That's what I'd take right there.
0: You got anything to say? You got the Bills? You think Dolphins uh, walk out of their 3 0 or what?
1: I think the Bills are going to win the game, but I think the Dolphins are going to cover just because really? I think their offense is very good. I know the Bills' defense. I mean, they got Jordan Poyer, they got, Poyler, they got yeah. Mike, Micah Hyde, Tredavius yeah. White, they got all these guys, yep. but. Just because they got all these guys, those guys can't run with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I mean,
0: I don't know. We haven't seen it yet this year, but I'm telling you, the Bills are going to show who's the man and who's the boy in the NFL. And they're the true man. I I think they get it done. They're the best team in the league. And, I mean, even their secondary, their linebacker plays fantastic. And um, I'm a fan of their D-line. They get it done uh, week in and week out. So, we'll disagree on that one. But... That should be a, re- a really fun one. Yeah, uh, and hopefully, and the division matchup
1: too. That's a big. Yeah, that's yeah a big it game for both teams. it is key. It's a big it is key. It is
0: key. Dolphins kind of need that one. Honestly, they're two and zero, but they need it. One and one. Lions are going to be at uh, Minnesota, um, who is also one and one. I think the I think the Vikings bounce back. Uh, I don't know if they cover the spread. I think it'll be a little more interesting. They're a six point favorite. As I am a fan of Detroit this year, but I think Minnesota walks away with the victory. Ed. Yeah, I agree. All right, perfect. Let's move on. Uh, Ravens one-on-one. One. They're at the one-on-one one New England Patriots. <sighs> New England. New England, New England, New England. What do you think about them? I mean, Bill Belichick coached, obviously fabulous coach, but their offense is just like something that I don't even know what to think because Jacoby Myers, he's been getting plenty of targets.
1: I mean, he's getting the yards, but he's Mac a wi- Jones he's is not it. Jacoby Myers is – if that's your best receiver, you have a problem. Because yeah. he's a wide receiver too yeah. – at best, on most teams, yeah. wide receiver three on a lot of teams. Yeah. All
0: right, all right. I'm glad we agree on that. I think the Patriots game last week was a fluke. Uh, we'll not talk about that anymore. I think Ravens win the game. Uh, I think the Ravens cover. They're a three-point favorite. Uh, yeah, you agree or disagree?
1: I agree, but I'm taking the under in that game.
0: Uh, you're taking the under. I didn't. I didn't say anything. Over/unders, forty-three and a half. Uh,
1: I think it's gonna be low scoring. I, think the I like that. Are get I like that.
0: I like that. I agree with you. Um, whew, we might have to sit for a minute. Can't be too long. Bengals, I went two at one. Jets, one and one. This is my lock of the week, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Ben disagrees with me, which I can't believe. He's on the fire Zach Taylor train, but I think the Bengals bounce back. They get their first win of the year in New York, and I think they cover the spread. And I think they win big. Joe Burrow gets his energy back. Uh, what do they call him? Not Joe Burr, but they do call him Joe Burr, Joe, right? si- Joe Shiesty? Joe Sheisty. Joe Shiesty? Shiesty? Yeah. yeah has, it's it. been too long since February. but I think Joe Shiesty comes back to play. I think Jamar Chase has a big game. I think Sauce Gardner gives up his first touchdown of the year because he almost gave one up last week, but it got returned.
1: It did. Was it wasn't complete. Uh, yeah, I think he gives up his first touchdown this week. You know, I was hating on him earlier, but I, I do think they're going to win. I think it gonna, is Joe I, Fleck. I think it was Cooper Rush, and it was Mitch Trubisky. Yeah.
0: Yeah, all right. You're not helping yourself out, but
1: I, I think game. I think they're going to get it done because you know it's a must-win. If, must if, if you start going three, 3 then then we have a problem. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, Zach. As much as I enjoy Zach Taylor, and I think he is a good coach, and I think people are overhyping it a little bit. He still needs. He to has it. to win this game. They have to win this week. It's a yeah, must-win, no, and that's do. that's why it's my lock. It's my lock of the week. I don't think the Bengals fold. Eagles two and at the Commanders. Jalen hurts. That's all I really got to say. Spread six and a half. I think the Eagles win. I wouldn't be shocked if the late second half surge or late fourth quarter surge came from Carson Wentz again. I've seen it a couple times, but but I I got the
1: Eagles winning this game and that's for a fact. I think Jalen Hurts yeah. is too
0: good. The offensive line is too good and their
1: defense has looked uh, good enough to win them games. Yeah, and this is my lock. I think the Eagles are definitely winning this game at minus six and a half. It's
0: would you say money line or would you even take the spread there?
1: I take the spread. Yeah, especially after that performance against the Vikings. I think so, the Vikings are a much better team than the Commanders. Yeah,
0: yeah. And nah, I'd love to see that one. You better believe it. Um Breeze and packs These next couple: Saints, Panthers, one and one at zero and two. Who you got? I got. I got a. Whew, this is a tough one. Another division matchup. I'm Take just a, gonna pick the Saints. I'm not. I'm Saints. not. am not a Baker fan. I, I'm taking, taking the Saints, Saints with you. One on one Jaguars at one on one Chargers. I got the Chargers.
1: Chargers. Chargers. I yeah. win that game. I think yeah. Keenan Allen's gonna play this week. If he's
0: back, then good luck.
1: Yeah, Jacksonville. Yeah, good luck.
0: Yeah. One on one Rams at the one on one Cardinals.
1: This is a fun game. Yeah, it really will be. It's I a mean, fun game.
0: Cardinals really impressed me last week. Uh, struggling first six quarters of the season, they had a big bounce back last two quarters slash overtime. I am going to. I'm going to regret this, but give me the Cardinals.
1: I was going to say the Cardinals too. Wow! Wow! Look at us. I don't think the. Uh, I don't. Who'd think, have thought? <laughs> Not me. Not me. <laughs> I think the. Uh, I think the. I don't. The Rams just don't look as. They, just they don't look, look like, the same. They look they a little off. Yeah. They look at. They look, a they tick look off. like the. Bangles. I agree.
0: I agree. Okay. I don't <laughs> they look know, like the Cincinnati Bengals. I also think they'll bounce back this week. But yeah, I agree. They look a tick off and. I need to see the reassurance from them to start betting on them. Let's wrap up into this because we have a lot more I really want to talk to you guys about today. I went to Falcons at one one Seahawks. I got Geno Smith in that one. Who you got?
1: I got Geno Smith. Marcus Mariota is not a good quarterback.
0: Uh, one and one 49ers at the one and one Broncos. Should we let Russ cook or is it Jimmy G time? It's Jimmy G time. It's Jimmy G time. Wow. I am going to disagree with you on that one. I got the home team, Denver. I think uh, – think they turn around i think they uh, figure out some of their problems a little bit and then uh the big monday night game to see if uh, my what are the chances pick is right one-on-one cowboys at a uh, two and oh new york giants chris if you're listening to this you're welcome this is fantastic i think like i'm speaking into existence i'm taking, I'm taking, the, taking the giants, giants as well we are both taking the giants callie who you got in this game the giants no way we wow oof that's normally not what you want to see you know on a on a uh, show, a sweep of one team, but we're, it's we're in New York. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> got to give it to him. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, Monday night primetime, Saquon, Saquon, he's going to be an have a big game. Absolute dog. Keep an eye out for Micah Parsons. though. if they don't, if they don't contain him, then we are all going to be very wrong on that pick. We are all going to be very wrong. That's it for uh, today's week three, of the NFL. All right. All right. All right. Put the headset back on. All right. We're moving on to our next topic. Before we move into the big NBA breaking news, which I really want to talk about right now, we're going to be comparing some NFL players, fantasy-wise, whether we think they're reliable, whether they're not reliable. Let's get into it. Basically, Ben, I'm going to give you a list of names. I'm going to uh, ask whether you think they're reliable or not and where you would put them as a fantasy ranking, whether they're... I don't know wide receiver one, wide receiver two, a flex play, boomer bust player. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts, but I, I before I put out my uh, top in the league that are automatic locks, set it and forget it. They're just that dudes, and they were Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, Tefan Diggs, Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, and I put him on raw St. Brown in that list. I mean, fantasy wise, he's going to be he's an a an weapon. Abso- he's going to be an absolute. Yeah. He's, da- he's dangerous. He's This is just the beginning for him. I mean, he had a great end of the year last year. He's carrying it into this year. And Jared Goff seems like he really loves him. So those are my guys. Granted, Justin Jefferson had that poor week, but I'm blaming it on primetime Kirk Cousins. But I don't know. I want to hear what you have to think, guys such as, like, you know, Brandon Cooks, wide receiver one, Houston Texans. I mean, he's had a solid first couple weeks, but.
1: Yeah, pull pull. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yep, mean. They're coming. Brandon Cooks is, you know, every every year everybody counts him out, and he just always finds a way to, you know, be relevant in fantasy. I mean, I don't know. He's a good player
0: and all. He's rejected 15 points this week.
1: That's a wide um, receiver, too.
0: I I, I mean, I, I agree that he's wide receiver, two numbers, but no way in hell I'm putting him as a wide receiver. One season stats, he's got 11 catches, 136, um, no touchdowns yet, so – yeah, if you're looking for a touchdown-dependent player, that's not really him. Yeah, and only four of them last week against Denver.
1: So you'd put him out of wide receiver two? Yeah. I want to call him reliable, but I think he's a wide res- viable wide receiver two option. Yeah. All right, all right. Brandon
0: Cooks, I mean, he's a good receiver and all, but um, how about a guy like, you know, Alan Lazard, receiver for the Green Bay Packers? Um, not really a whole lot going on this year. I don't.
1: I don't think he's reliable because they have – he so, didn't play week one though. Yeah, yeah, he didn't play week one. But he didn't have a great week last week. He didn't meets the Bears. He did not. Um two catches. I don't all the wide receivers on their team are I think are about the same skill level. So I think I think Aaron Rodgers is just getting the ball to everybody a little bit. So I don't know if any of their receivers are gonna be like a great wide receiver option to have on your
0: team. I don't think Alan Lazard should ever be in a fantasy lineup. <laughs> yeah, he's a, That's you know my he's opinion a, a, a bi week player, you know. I mean no way Colpeck has him in his roster right now. He's in your lineup. Take him out. I'm just giving you a heads up. Um, he's going to be one of those boomer bus guys, you know, like once a month. Okay, thank God he's not. But once a month, he's probably going to have like 20, 25 fantasy points. But the other rest of the weeks, he's going to be just, I don't know, five points, three points, seven points, whatever it is. So, Christian Kirk, what do you think of him? Receivers Trevor La- – or, excuse me, his quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence. I re- 18
1: targets in two games. I really like Christian Kirk. In fact, I just moved him – into my flex. Really? I just moved them into my flex. Um, tried out dumb. a couple guys, tried out Renfro. Yeah. That, that. Tried out Juju. No. I yeah, definitely. Doing you, that. you know, he has Pat Mahomes. I know you he would has think, Pat you, Mahomes. You would think wide receiver one on the best offense. He
0: told us at the beginning of the year sorry for you fantasy managers. The ball's going to be spread around. And obviously, Travis Kelsey's the best player on that offense outside of Pat Mahomes, so he's going to get most of the workload. But they got McCall Hardman. They uh, they have Juju. They have Marquise Valdez Scanling. Uh,
1: I don't know if he's really – I don't know yeah. if he plays, yeah. but Sky, he plays. Sky Moore. He plays.
0: Oh, Sky Moore. Sky Moore plays a little bit. Um, a little he's bit. still working his way in. He's a rookie. Yeah. So um, I can maybe see him be a factor. I haven't seen a whole lot from him the first couple of weeks. Um, I'm hoping for a couple of big plays from him because I thought he was going to be a big weapon for them come end of the year, but. Christian Kirk, uh, I think he's a solid wide receiver too now to put in your lineup. I, I'd say that's pretty. I, I
1: really like Christian Kirk. I, uh, I mean, he gets targeted a lot. Trevor Lawrence loves looking at him.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then you got to look at the rest of the receiving core. I mean, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones Jr., Jamal Agnew, like. Those are some it's names. Not very that, good. Those are some names that you've heard, but like no one sparks your eye one bit. So yeah. Christian Kirk being the main guy on that team is And and
1: they pay him way too much money to, for him to knock at the ball. Do they really pay him that much money? Isn't it? Yeah. He's he's on like an eighty four million dollar contract. Stop it. I promise. Callie, can you look that up for me? I promise. Christian Kirk contract. There's no
0: way. That's gotta
1: be like an eight year deal. It's <laughs> it's like a three year deal. Stop. I promise. No he's,
0: no. Callie. All right,
1: <laughs> four year, seventy-two million. What?
0: Seventy-two divided by four. Trying to do quick math. And that could be worth up That's to eighteen 80, million dollars. That a year. could
1: be worth up to eighty-four million. Wow, he got paid. He got paid. Wow. They have so, to get him the ball. And
0: he, but he's playing, so he already got paid. Normally, a lot of guys play, you know, trying to get paid, but he got paid, and now he's going out they and doing what they want to him to do. They did. Yeah. Wow. So. I'm expecting a whole lot more from Christian Kirk. I would definitely say he's a solid wide receiver, too, for the rest of the year. Um, but, you know, comparing a couple of players, Terry McLaurin's looked a little suspect. Amari Cooper's looked a little suspect. But Amari Cooper had a huge game last week. If you had to put one in your lineup, Amari Cooper or Terry McLaurin?
1: I think I'm taking Terry McLaurin for now because Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than... Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, hold me out. There it is. Jacoby yeah. Brissett. I mean, I, a, I he, you know, Terry McLaurin is one of those guys. I'm a big he's, fan of he's Tanner a great McLaurin. receiver. You know he's, he's a, a great receiver. You know
0: receiver. he's a Buckeye. You know he's our dude. But
1: he works hard. I just
0: feel like this is another year coming. Granted, it's just two weeks. Let's give him some more time. But that first touchdown, he had a good fantasy week. But he had a touchdown. So if you take away that touchdown, I mean, how big was that touchdown? It was a forty-yard bonus touchdown. You take away that touchdown, he had a nothing game. He had two catches that game. Last week, he had four catches. Eight targets, which is really more promising. But, I mean, they throw it to Curtis Samuel, and who's that rookie? Jahan Dotson? They John got some we- really They got good. some weapons on that team. I mean, Logan Thomas, too. I'm probably taking uh, – nah, you're right. That was a stretch. I'm going to take Terry McLaurin as well. Terry McLaurin or Marquise Brown?
1: Terry McLaurin.
0: Even with Marquise Brown being the wide receiver one right now?
1: Um. Yes. Yes. Okay, I gotta figure out where your head's at with him, Terry McLaurin or I think Terry McLaurin is by far the best receiver on that offense. Well, yeah, and I think that I think Marquise it's not Brown. A right, good offense? Though. No, it's not. It's a bad offense. It's okay. a bad offense. Terry McLaurin, Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis. Okay, I'm taking Gabe Davis. Okay, just because Josh Allen's the man. Terry McLaurin, Brandon Cooks. Terry McLaurin. Okay. Yeah. That's about where I am with him.
0: That's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Terrell McLaurin really scares me. He's sometimes. A, as much m- as he's
1: a mid level wide receiver too. Yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he's agree. not top tier, but yeah.
0: If he doesn't get a touchdown though, then I don't know. Look out, he might have a bust week for you. But um, let's talk about a few more guys that um, I'm kind of interested in: Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. So I think Cortland Sutton is the main receiver on that team.
1: Yeah, watching him last week, I think it was yeah. pretty obvious. But Jerry Judy went down with a. Rib injury?
0: Yes, it was a rib injury. Yeah. I don't believe it's going to keep him out this week, though. No, I, no. I thought I heard he was going He's supposed to be play. playing this week. He's supposed no. to play. They said he's supposed to play. I mean, against the Houston team. Uh, Houston
1: they could team. both have a big day.
0: They could. No, no. With Russell Wilson at quarterback, of course, with two receivers like that, they can both be great. But if I have to take one, I'm taking Corlin Sutton. I agree. Um, he just gets more of the targets. I don't know. What else? Do you see any names that you were interested in?
1: I like, uh, I like Michael Thomas this year.
0: I do like Michael Thomas. I think Thomas.
1: Uh, Jameis feels safe throwing to him, especially in the red zone. Yeah, He's, but what's he,
0: going on with Jameis? I mean, he has
1: four he played uh, you know, back he issues. Uh, he did. Look, he he had, looked like he had, he had no problem with had there. He had four cracked ribs. No, 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 no. It yeah. was a back problem. He had four fractured ribs. No, no, no. Jameis? Yes.
0: No, no, no. It was back problems.
1: Your, your ribs are in your back, too.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm looking at his... Also has not I look it up, and he also has an ankle injury. He's busted up. What the hell?
1: He's um, always hurt. He's always hurt, man.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think Michael Thomas is a liable play. Um, it's. I think he's a good flex play for sure. Maybe put him in the wide receiver too. But I also think he's a touchdown dependent player. Christian Kirk or Gabe Davis? Christian Kirk. Wow. Okay,
1: that's interesting. Christian Kirk. He's. I don't know if you guys have been watching the Jaguars the past couple weeks, but Christian Kirk is the man he is on the, man. the Jaguars
0: offense. He's the man, and I agree. He's kind of like the only weapon they have, but on on weeks where they struggle offensively, he's not going to have a he's good... He's going to struggle.
1: Yeah, because Because Trevor, Trevor's yeah, going to have weeks where he, where he struggles, and that, that'll affect him. All
0: right. D.K. Metcalf. He has Geno Smith, the quarterback. Hasn't really gotten a whole lot of targets. Doesn't, hasn't really had a whole lot. Pretty sure he doesn't even have 100 yards receiving on the year yet.
1: D.K. Metcalf Um, is overrated.
0: Okay, calm down. Stop. I was not expecting you to say that. He's overrated. He's a a fantastic receiver. He's a a fantastic He's a
1: beast. He's he's an athletic freak. He's great size. He hits cornerbacks like linebackers hit wide receivers. Where is this brother at? Yeah,
0: he only has 71 yards on the year. Uh, I think it turns around. D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett even, they're both great receivers. I think – when they do find a way to win games, it will be because of DK Metcalf. But I mean, let's try and answer the question that we were talking about. What do you see him as? I mean, do you still see him as a wide receiver
1: two? Do you see him as a flex play? Uh, is he a I see him at flex. A I see him at the flex, um, depending on his matchup. Yeah. Depending on his matchup, I see him as a flex. But you can't you can't expect him to do a lot with. I hate to say it because he played so good week one, but. Geno Smith is just... He's not that bad. He's not that bad. He played great week one. There are so many mid-quarterbacks in the NFL. He's, he's one of them. He's a mid-quarterback.
0: He is average. He's average, but you know what? He's better than uh, Drew, Drew Locke. Lock. Yeah, yeah, he is better than he's Drew better better Locke. Lock.
1: Um, came
0: in there thinking he was going to take the job. That's, uh, that's uh, what we got for our fantasy comparison sheet. We'll do a lot more of that as the weeks go on. Um, as we are both fantasy players, huge fans of it. It's basically our life... But, yeah, we'll talk a lot more about uh, um, who's up, who's down. Uh, Injury notes as well. I mean, Deck Prescott injury. I mean, I think he comes back week four, honestly. I think his injury's okay. Jerry Judy, Ribs, day-to-day. Elijah Mitchell, he's out. Jeff Wilson's definitely the guy. But I'd pick up their backup right away. I heard their backup actually got hurt. Davis Price or whatever his name is. So they got the four-string running now um, as the backup. So if you're a fantasy man, I'd pick him up, honestly. I actually just did. (laughs) Jimmy G season, uh, Justin Herber, interest, interested to see if he plays this week on the fractured rib. Um, I'm expecting Michael Pittman back this week. I'm expecting George Kittle back this week. Um, Buccaneers fans know Mike Evans this week. He suspended a game for that uh, brawl that went on with him and uh, Marshawn Lattimore um, last week. Chris Godwin should be good to go. I believe Keenan Allen will be good to go, and that kind of does not on our list. I mean, J.K. Dobbins, he's the one guy I don't know. Is he returning this week? Do you know about
1: that at all? Or I haven't heard anything about his uh, first game back. But he's
0: gonna be he's gonna be I huge for the Ravens really offense good. when yeah. he does
1: eventually come back. I agree because Lamar needs someone else. It's literally him, Rashad Bateman. And I just picked Mark up Andrews. somebody in a uh, fantasy. Might surprise you, Gerald Everett. Only thirty percent rosters has a. 13 points. He's plus not, in no, his first he's two not weeks. no Pat Fryermuth. I'll tell you that. He's I mean, not a Pat Fryermuth. Pat Fryermuth's he, he drops like, some
0: catches, but he gets the targets, man. He's
1: Justin Herbert Ur- looks, looks like he likes uh, Gerald Everett this he year. He
0: does. He does, but he also didn't have Keenan Allen last week. So let's not forget about that. Keenan Allen's back. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. Uh, but uh, that'll be it for all of our NFL today. All right. Now, uh, moving into the NBA. Breaking news. Uh, I don't even really want to say it. Uh, Robert Williams, uh, my boy for the Boston Celtics, center from Texas A&M. Um, he's out four to six weeks. Um, he's having another surgery on his uh, left knee that he previously can't remember exactly what it is to repair a torn meniscus. Are you kidding me? So let he, listen to this, Ben. Uh, sources told Chris Mannix, a man that works for NBC Sports Boston. Robert Williams took plenty of time off after the NBA finals just to come back a couple weeks ago and to still have the same pain in that left knee. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, I don't want to say it, but there's no, is Robert Williams injury prone? Uh, don't even answer that. Don't even answer that. Let me, let me continue. Let me continue. He's injury prone. Stop, stop. He enough. is. He is. Um, but it anyways, affected him in the playoffs. Robert Williams is having the same surgery he had back in March. He's going to be out four to six weeks. Team decided to redo the uh, the surgery because they want to do what's best for him. They want to try and get him to back to 100% health. But um, him working out in the summertime and still dealing with that pain, that's not really something I wanted to hear. Um, but what does this mean for the Celtics looking forward? I mean... Who you put at the center slot? I mean, uh, let's be realistic. We're probably sliding out down to the five. We're probably moving Grant Williams up into the power forward slot. They'll play small ball. I think they'll play some small ball, but Grant Williams is a good four to have. And yeah. JT's and it's already a big. Honestly, three. that lineup is. It sounds
1: um, small, but you're. But two, they are Your two big. guard they is big. six five, and your three. Our guard two guard six six. Six six. Jalen Brown six J, JT, Jason is, JT is six nine. Yeah. yeah, he's six nine. Marcus so, Smart
0: six three, but he's the defensive player of the year, so yeah. I have no problems with him. But honestly, who are we looking for at center? I mean, I don't know. We got Luke Cornette on the bench. I don't know if you know a lot about him. He's got some nice pick and pop action. He can shoot the three ball. He's good in two K. He's se- stop it.
1: All right. He's a seven <laughs> He's good footer. In the pick and roll.
0: I don't see us completely relying on him. I'm really hoping that uh, Robert Williams is okay and he makes it back in time. But I want him to stay out as long as he can, honestly. He's one of my favorite players on this team. He's he's the yeah. heart and soul on this team. He shouldn't, he shouldn't see the court till he's um, 100%. I really believe he's the f- not the focal point, but he is the player that brings this team together. And without him, I just don't know if they're going to be able to make that title run. I mean, they made that title run last year with him already not 100%. He was limping out there every
1: game. Yeah, he, uh, he just brings – a lot of like momentum to the team, like yeah. with his shot blocking, Isn't catching it? alley oops. It's just like yeah. it's a lot of big plays that get the team going. He
0: plays a lot bigger than he really is. Yeah, too. He played, a, and that's he, why yeah. I love him so much. He but.
1: played a he played great against some of the top centers in the league last year. And yeah, yeah. You know, he's six ten, six nine. But I mean, the real
0: one was the Bam out of Bio matchup. Yeah. I mean, that one was kind of back and forth. Bam was kind of getting locked down. The he one, was. Game, the one game, one good game, the one game, and that was the one game Robert Williams did not play. He was out, I believe it was game three, and Bam Adebayo went nuts, got them back in the series. Um, they ended up losing in seven. But looking at this, before we move on to our next topic, because I don't want to get too into it, but did the Celtics make a move for a free agent center? I mean, just naming a few, they, get DeMarcus Cousins, Hassan Whiteside, Tristan Thompson, Willie Cauley-Stein, Blake Griffin, Cody Zeller. There was a bunch of guys out there on the market, and I think for sure we have to go uh, make a move. I don't think we need to go make a trade for anything. I don't want to blow it out of proportion. I think at the end of the day, uh, Robert Williams will be fine. But we still need a good backup center because Al Horford's getting to that age. You know, he's been in the league for so long. I'm not expecting him to play any more than 30 minutes a game in the regular season, nevertheless, in the postseason. So, I don't know. Willie Cauley-Stein really interests me. I don't really want to get Tristan Thompson back. I don't want that Kardashian curse. Hassan Whiteside, I don't know. I'm very I'm very interested in to see what they do. Um Brad Stevens, you know I got all the all the faith in the world in you. I'm a dope guy. I know who get it done. They told um, Brad he
1: had uh, he could do whatever he wanted, right? Yeah, that's right. You
0: heard that from uh the man himself, me. I did, uh, I, did. I did, I got that information <laughs> uh, yeah, this morning. Uh, owner Wick, uh he said we're spending about almost two hundred million dollars, but he's he's got the he's got the free hand to go uh, do whatever he has to do to make the team better. Um, so I love that honestly putting all the trust into Brad Stevens but um, I mean after an incredible year last year, one of the toughest roads I've ever seen a team I've ever seen a team go through to get to the playoffs. I mean come on stop it the Brooklyn Nets you stop it the Milwaukee Bucks, the, the, Miami Nets, Heat. the Brooklyn Heat. are you Nets, kidding me the Brooklyn' Nets are, had two we're not players doing this right a now. bunch
1: of role players No,
0: no yes, no yes. Before that series started, every single person on this planet that I knew had the Brooklyn Nets. Everyone and I couldn't believe it. Not ESPN.
1: ESPN gave okay. him an 86 percent chance that's, to win that but series. That's,
0: but that's the computer. You know, the computer knows what it's talking about. It,
1: yeah, they do. they do. Yeah, the media doesn't. Brooklyn Nets <laughs> were not a good basketball team. They had two they were great fine. players, they but were they fine. couldn't play together. They,
0: they got the they're running it back this year. They are. We'll see. Yeah, they we'll beat see. they they beat Milwaukee. I mean, granted, T.J. Warren, Chris Middleton wasn't there. What? T.J. No, Warren. Stop. Pete. That was a yes. bubble flu. Yes, yes. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. Took the words out of my mouth. That's all I got for the seas today. Expect a whole lot more as the season comes up. Um, as the season begins in a few weeks, I think the Celtics would be all right. It might affect their seeding chances, which I think it matters a whole lot in that Eastern Conference. But I think he gets back in time as long as he's ready for playoffs. That's all I care about. Because um, I got the Celtics against anybody. So whoever they end up matching up against, uh, I got all the faith in the world in our boys. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, I think he's got an eye for six-man of the year. I'd keep an eye on that. If we end up moving him in the starting lineup, we'll be a little surprised. But he's a hell of a player, and him coming off the bench with Derek White, Peyton Pritchard, Luke Cornett now, that's going to be fun to watch. So, yeah, that's it for my boys. Last last segment we're going to be talking about today, um, the NBA. I believe it was the NBA. They came out with their own top 100 list, and there was 25 guys' names left out, so we know that's our top the top 25. And it really interests me. You want me to list the names for you real quick, Ben? I mean, no particular order. Top 25 in the NBA. This is what they got. LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, Chris Paul, Joel Embiid, Giannis Kupo, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, Paul George, Jason Tatum, Steph Curry, Nikola Jokic, Kevin Durant, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Bam Adebayo, Anthony Edwards, John Morant, Jalen Brown, James Harden, Trey Young, and last but not least, Luka Doncic. Uh what pops out from that list to you though? It's the first thing that you think
1: of. I like the list. There are a couple guys that I think should be uh left off. I think um I think Zach Levine and Kyrie got snubbed.
0: Oh. I I'd agree completely to that. I actually they agree. got snubbed. I agree completely.
1: Um Zach? I think Damar DeRozan got snubbed. I think he I think I really do. I think he was in the M V P race last okay, year. Okay, so that's a that's a great a list.
0: That's a great list. He was in the M V P race. Who, who are the three guys you're taking out? Like, I'm going to try and say it for you.
1: I'm taking I'm out taking Anthony out, Edwards. I'm taking out Anthony Edwards Rudy as well. Rudy bear
0: Okay, who else are you taking out?
1: It's tough. Bam Adebayo. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking him out. Yeah,
0: yeah. I actually like that completely. I'm glad we're on the same page there. I'm I'm taking those three guys out. I'm for sure adding Kyrie Irving to that. I get it. He didn't want to get the vaccine. He didn't want to get the shot. Everyone hates him. Everyone saying he didn't do his job. But let's not get it twisted, ladies and gentlemen. He's still one of the best point guards in the world. Like He still has the best handles in the world. He still has some of the best shot creation in the world. Enough of that. He's on that list. Uh, I also agree. I put Zach Levine on that list. Um, I probably leave everything else, though. As much as I love DeMar DeRozan, as much as I love Brandon Ingram, as much as I love Chris Middleton, I think that list is right. I think that list is right. And uh, when it came out, uh, they had uh, Anthony Edwards as his 25th guy.
1: Um, that's silly. I don't know. I that's mean, silly. I think
0: he has the potential to be one of those guys, but to be in the top 25 already that early, I think that's, that's I don't a stretch. Know. There's, there's a lot of There's a lot of studs in the NBA. I mean, uh, yes, you have that top five. You have that top 10. This top 25 list, they're all superstars. I think everyone has a different definition of what a superstar is. I think Anthony Edwards still has another year uh, to make a proving statement of what that is. I'm actually taking Rudy Gobert out of that. Um, I completely changed my mind. And uh, I'm I'm putting in uh, Brandon Ingram. I think Brandon Ingram's a top 25 player in the NBA. He's like that. He is like um, that. The Pelicans are going to be a force to reckon with, um, with, those, with Zion, with CJ. I mean, they got a squad. Um, but one question I really want to ask you is, out of those 25 guys – I gotta ask, who's your top ten? Who's your top ten? I know. Look at it. I can say mine first if you want, because I know pretty, pretty easily.
1: I think I, I got mine. I got right. mine. Let's hear. It's uh, Giannis. Okay. Shit. It's gonna be it's Giannis. Tough. Let me give you
0: mine. Let yeah, me give you give mine. Give me yours. Give me yours. So I, I agree. I think I think I think Giannis is the best player in the world. He's number one. Um, I love LeBron. I love KD, but. As dominant as they are, they are past their prime, and Giannis is in his. He's the best player in the NBA. Um, I do put LeBron at two. Um, I will never disrespect him, as much as I hate Cleveland and as much as I hate what he did in my Boston Celtics over time. Got to give credit where credit's due. He's he's the goat. He's one A slash one B. I got Kevin Durant at three. Um, I got Steph Curry at four. I am um, putting uh, Joel Emb- <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I'm putting Joel beat at five. I'm putting Luka Doncic at six. I'm putting Nikola Jokic at eight. Um, I'm putting Jason Tatum at nine. And I'm putting uh, John Moran at 10. That's my top 10. Uh, I think Jason Tatum's going to make that force this year. I think he makes that other leap. Um, I think he enters top five by the end of the year. I'm not even going to say that's bold because I think he's already like that. Um, a lot of people hated how uh, he had that struggle in the NBA Finals. But you know what? He's a young kid. And uh, he's still developing each and every year, and he's going to take that as a learning curve. And I think him and uh, John Morant both take
1: another big leap this year and make statements to be top ten players. Yeah. Uh two years now, though. All right. Check me out. You ready for this? <laughs> sure. Giannis, LeBron. God, after that. Kevin Durant. Okay, we got the same top three.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't say Kawhi Leonard.
1: My list is wrong. He's hurt. Yeah, but he's okay, back I'll this year. It's cool.
0: Uh, bump back, uh, bump back everyone behind us. Uh, uh, I'd st- bump everyone behind Steph Curry. He's a, he's at five behind Steph Curry. Yeah. Um, I'll put Jason Tatum at ten. Uh, I'll put
1: John Morant back at eleven, but
0: he's still that dude. No shame.
1: All right. So Giannis, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard. Jason Tatum. Ten is hard. I'm There's p- a lot of nice guys. There are a lot of nice guys. Trae I think Young, I think Anthony I'm going to take John Morant. Yeah, I think I'm taking. Our list was Morant pretty fucking
0: similar. I mean, granted, I didn't know it completely, but yeah. I think uh,
1: um, I think I think John Morant's he's incredible. Yeah, he's an incredible point guard.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, he's a he's a factor on all focal points. He's uh he's definitely a dominant force. Uh, he's the leading force of that team. He's the heart and soul. Even when he's not on the floor, he's doing everything he can for that roster. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what we think. Those are our opinions, but, uh, that's everything we're going to be talking about today. Um, it was a whole lot of fun talking to you guys. Um, hopefully you guys tune in next week should be around the same time and that's it. This was Lance's house of sports. I'm Lance. I'm signing off. See you guys next week.